0: a uh, giraffe like getting blown or something it's a giraffe getting its dick sucked Is <laughs> was the
1: silhouette of the six logo looks like yes
0: because, oh my God, I love because it. it's
1: not a complete number it. it's supposed to look like you know some stringy uh zombie material and uh the minute uh. the game announced it's it's logo art someone of course on the internet was like this looks like a giraffe getting its dick sucked
2: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 295. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Ayoshi, joined by some cool dudes. We got Trip Zero. What's going on, guys? It's Trip Zero. Thanks for listening. Yeah, lock and key. Yo, what's going on, everybody? And the illustrious Felix Ergood. Felix Ergood here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, no, Felix, thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure uh, to welcome we- you on your own show every week. <laughs> thanks an absolute pleasure It's not my uh,
0: show it's our show fuck you
2: it's your show If you didn't <laughs> know awesome. we are listening you are listening to the emergent gamer podcast find us every week on your favorite podcast listening service of your choice uh youtube go out there and subscribe it is very important we are on the cusp of that 100 of our of our name tag for that i think uh, i think so, we have it please, the last
1: time i was on there but you know,
2: could have a double check. If
1: you were, if you were on, if you were typing the URL currently when I said that, just finish and hit enter, and then one
3: hundred one. Anyway. We have one hundred and one subscribers. There it is. Oh my
2: God, we're there. We we're can holding it. at we one hundred and one. Keep, keep going, yeah. though. Keep it going. If you're if, pull over in your car, if you're listening to this, subscribe right without now. Without your YouTube app, and just hit subscribe, and just do it, and then you'll you see all of our content that
0: we have planned coming up, and, and it's going to be great. New content coming eventually. So yeah, there are, there are
1: there are there are projects in the works. So this is. This is this is not bullshit. There's there's a hint of things to come. Big new changes to the emergent gamer product and uh I don't know, category, whatever you want to
0: call it. The, brand. <laughs> the
1: brand, the brand, the brand, my so if brand. You're, if, you're, if you're a longtime fan and listener, there's there's going to be more more for you to enjoy. So so absolutely. Stay tuned.
2: Well, let's get started, boys. Uh, who wants to go first? What you guys got to talk about this week? What games you play in? Trip. I did start
1: a new game, a new old, a new old new game this Hell week. Hell yeah!
3: So, what game would that be? You went from one hundred and one Dalmatians to oh, well, excuse
2: you, excuse you, one hundred
3: and two, one hundred and two, one hundred and two. Thank, thank you. you.
2: <laughs> all right. Okay, all right, Puppy,
3: puppies, okay.
1: puppies, to the rescue! Um, you
3: went and moved on to another Disney favorite, Aladdin. No, but okay. but
1: we started we start this journey here with another uh, kid centric game with Pokemon Snap which came out last Yay. friday mm-hmm. played That's that right. on uh, on on monday picked up pick up the snap on monday um i played this game as a kid and i was a pretty big pokemon fan back then i still am but I'm, I'm definitely like a casual pokemon like i've never caught a shiny i know they they have a lot of value in that fans of pokemon i've never had a shiny pokemon
2: i'll play a game maybe finish it um, i remember seeing like early in the podcast when i joined you guys you were hard on the ds games I remember you bringing your DS into the podcast back then. Yeah. And like, you're like, you're playing, you're catching them. Pokemon. Fun fact. I've never finished a Pokemon
1: game probably since gold or silver, including, um, sword and shield. I haven't, I have not finished. Shield. Oh man. Yeah. Shit. They just, they taper off. They're great. They're great games, but they're, fan. you know, of course. Um, but <laughs> I was like, wait, Felix, you have a question. Uh,
0: yeah, I just had a question about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, does this game like seed randomly? Is it like an RNG thing like you didn't get the the shiny pokemon because you didn't go to that a certain is, part of the map or it oh, just wasn't there?
1: So yeah, that is an the shiny pokemon is a is a later series thing, but yeah, it's a it's a different version of an already existing pokemon that you can catch and find. It is RNG. Yeah. I don't know every detail that goes into it, but I think there are some areas where they're more likely to show up. There's maybe things you can do or like You know, there's all kinds of new tools and and gear you can use later on in the the series. I'm sure there are things to make your shiny hunt easier, but it is RNG essentially to find Mm. find these things. But Pokemon Snap is the game that I that I played. Uh, Pokemon Snap, um, if you don't know, is a game where you kind of ride along in a little cart and take pictures of Pokemon. And this game only ever came out on the Nintendo 64, and has now had a sequel after 20 something years on the switch. And I was like, this is cool. I'm going to play this for sure. I'm excited. It was a very, very fun, chill experience back then. And I'm excited to do this again. Well, I started playing the game on stream and it was the exact same experience as the 64 version. Um, There were some slight new mechanics. And of course uh, your, your camera is like half phone, half smartphone as well. Um, But other than that, it's really the exact same game. And at 32 years old, uh, getting taken on an on rails adventure through like a like a nature reserve with Pokemon taking pictures of them, it gets old after the first time
2: and so you're not trying to get that perfect shot get that grade up there isn't that what that game is all about it's like you well, gotta get a it, good it is. shot of the pokemon it is but i don't care to do that anymore
1: like i'm trying to see mm. a bunch of different shit i'm trying to do a bunch of different things they have you in the first level like four or five times before you move on to something else because they're teaching you slowly it's very handholdy very kid focused not that that's a bad thing right but but as i play this game i realize that i've i've hard outgrown this experience it wasn't a good nostalgia trip back to a game it was like oh this was only cool because i don't know maybe back then it was the only way we saw 3d pokemon 3 interact with them in a different way than like on the game boy uh there was was, a lot of other things that you since we've we've had since then
3: how how much earlier did snap exist before stadium
1: that's a great question and i meant to look this up because i was thinking about this myself Um, because oh, see,
3: I'm you. I'm someone who I never I never like I played a ton of um, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance Pokemon, mm-hmm. but I and I played a lot of Stadium, but I never played Pokemon Snap. Um, so I'm curious what the difference between those two games was.
1: Yeah, so Stadium um, they've came done, out,
3: they've done new stadium games, right? They've re-released new versions of Pokemon Stadium.
1: They were about fun. a year apart. Pokemon Snap came out first, March 21st, 1999. Stadium came out in North America in February of 2000. So that so was, that was that year. Fucking, so I was fucking
0: drunk. I was drunk. I think your
3: <laughs> Felix, I think your argument about um seeing them in a 3D form for the very first time was probably a really big draw to get that game and play it, you know, because yeah. we went from a 2D strictly for an ip that everyone loved unanimously mm-hmm. to then seeing it in 3d i think everyone probably oh, yeah
1: and that, and also know? when i was playing this game or no playing the original there was only one generation of pokemon So my own Mm. personal goal was let me see all of these Pokemon and then also do all the things to make Mew appear, the legendary secret 151st Pokemon. Right now, I don't give a shit about any of these Pokemon that I'm seeing. I don't know who that dickhead is. I don't know what this fish is (laughs) popping out of the water. I have no fucking clue. Right. There's so many now. I have no clue. And I'm moving like a a snail's pace through this course, but they're all zipping around. So I'm not even getting good pictures. I'm just like, okay, this is... I'm wasn't good. What you I'm Nostalgia. good on this. Um, I to hit different. Yeah, so I uh, I swapped over to Destiny two and did some GMs for the rest of that night on stream. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, but so I had I had a shift right I to figure out what am I playing next on stream because this is this was my content idea for this week before the new Destiny season hits. Um, and then I went to the next idea I was thinking about, which was to do a full run of the Resident Evil series and then go into eight. So I started mm-hmm. Resident Evil one last night on stream. What are you doing that all? On? I played one.
0: What's the last that, time I played
1: right? one was probably 10 years ago, and I did play it on the GameCube, which is the version I'm playing now, the remastered version, okay. which is like the same control scheme, uh, same like visuals, just updated, same like camera angles. And you're um, playing it
3: on the GameCube.
1: I'm doing this on the PC. I scooped oh, a, a the PC, PC copy,
3: right, right, but right, right, it is right.
2: that version. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. They did um, a they did an HD facelift a few years ago on it. I remember. It looks it looks that, fantastic, yeah. actually. I've, and I've um,
3: it on Steam multiple yeah. times. On sale. the the yeah. big
1: difference between the uh, the true original and the version that came out for the GameCube, and then now that you can get on PC, is uh, the zombie bodies. If you don't burn them, can reanimate into what they call crimson heads which are faster, more deadly zombies that can open doors. Wow. Uh, so, so there's a new mechanic it. involved where you have, to, you have to carry kerosene and a lighter. And of course, the game is half an inventory management game where you don't have enough space for everything. You can only carry a certain, you know, certain amount of liquid. And it's a whole, a whole other thing to deal with. Uh, in addition to me already not knowing how to play the game because I've never finished it. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm for the first time really handling all the puzzles in the, in the mansion. And uh, and trying to survive and not get fucked up, and it's it's great, man. Because I, you know, you know, how I like puzzles and I like to do shit blind. Yeah, and yeah. it probably just just burns chat up that I can't tell me where to put the fucking emblem or the gem and the eye to make the door open and just right. speed run the game. And I'm, I'm dying three times and without saving because I haven't used a uh, an ink ribbon on the typewriter to save the game. I got to start from scratch. But it's it's such a time capsule of a gaming experience, you know. Autosave mm-hmm. out the fucking window. I truly had to start the game from scratch three times. Oh, yeah, before, I was there, man. Before I actually did enough to save and then keep progressing. Felix, are good.
0: Did you uh, get to the dog part? Did it scare you?
1: Um, which dog part? Where they the jump window. in the window. They jump in, in the, the hallways and
0: freak you out. That, that's everyone's classic yes. freak out moment. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, I, uh, I, I avoided them the first time Then I had to go back through the hallway. And uh, I, I had a terrible job going back through the hallway. I was trying to like shoot them once to stun them and run past them. But that, that failed, failed miserably.
2: They made the game way harder with that remake. Yeah. Like way harder. It's,
1: it's tough, man. But, but near the end of my, my playtime, I cracked, I cracked a couple uh major, major puzzles, got some shit going, felt good about it, m- progressed through some rooms, got some keys the game does thankfully tell you when you're done with a key. I thought that was only a feature of like, like I played the remake of two that came out uh, a year or two ago. Right. I thought that was a new feature where it said, you're done with this. Do you want to get rid of it? That shit's in the first one. And thank God, because I would have kept a key checking every door for way too long (laughs) than I, than I would have had to. But the minute you're done with like, you know, a key with like the mark of a sword on it, they're like the sword key. They're like, you're not going to use this anymore. Do you want to get rid of it? And I'm just like, fuck yes. Out of here
2: yeah right get on in my inventory Yep. Yeah. so
1: it's a fun time man and uh i'm really really excited to rip through more of that series and actually like and actually play it and know it yeah Could what i never have right right because i don't mm-hmm.
3: think i've ever finished one either i think i finished two and three and then stopped playing the games but one was one of those where like i picked it up and i think i was young and just like played it some but never actually completed it
1: yeah i would have been terrible if i played this when i was a kid like i would have never never finished it
2: yeah i definitely did the director's cut on the ps1 i back in the day when it came out i was Mm. i definitely beat that one Mm -hmm. um never the remake the remake i i I, the crimson heads honestly like man they got to me (laughs) i i can't do it man i it's too much extra baggage and work for that game for me
1: there was i I thought it was pretty good with the bodies i left laying around because yeah you you either like dodge a zombie or if you're going to kill it are you going to kill it and try to avoid it or are you going to kill it and burn it i thought i did a really good job taking care of all the bodies that i left and managing all that but right near the end there was one crimson head that popped out in a hallway i wasn't expecting and we went back and forth in a door like seven times eventually (laughs) eventually ran past i was like i'll deal with you later when i get a shotgun or something but i'm i'm the fuck out of here for now
2: Hmm. Damn! But yeah, man. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's what's I'm, going on? I'm, it's really cool you're doing, going through the entire Resident Evil series because because you, you get to watch the evolution. Like, are, are you going to do this game, then the two remake? I think I and am. Then yeah, and then three remake.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, don't go back and play I the think, fucking originals. Like, just play the now. Yeah, yeah. I
1: guess that's my plan. I'm going to do that's one, two remake, three remake, and then four, five. I'm on the fence about six. I played like a third of it and hated it and i know i'm gonna hate it again but there's a part in my brain that's like maybe it'll be different
0: <laughs>
1: but well maybe good. i'll just fucking
3: skip it or just, just skip it and go
2: to seven yeah seven
0: seven's so good well, what did yeah. somebody figure out the fucking six logo looks like <laughs> It's, <laughs> it's, it's something <laughs> or it's like super a giraffe su- or something. It's a giraffe, yeah. giraffe like getting blown or something. It's a giraffe getting its dick
1: sucked, is <laughs> was the silhouette of the six logo looks like. Yes.
2: Because, oh my God, I love it. Because it's not a complete number.
1: It. It's supposed to look like, you know, some stringy uh, zombie material. And uh, the minute ah. the game announced its its logo art, someone, of course, on the internet was like, this looks like a giraffe getting its dick sucked. And uh, forever. <laughs> forever it was that
2: (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of like a metaphor for the game itself you know what i mean no (laughs)
1: i I don't i don't because blowjobs rock so oh (laughs) this game was the opposite of
2: that here i'm gonna make
1: some solid uh, points resident evil 6 is the opposite of a blowjob
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna post this in our in our private chat because this is the most amazing comparison that i've that i've seen of the logo and someone like outline it then you'll understand why it's a giraffe getting its dick sucked when you look at that when you look at that logo
1: every <laughs> then, single uh, time it's just it's funny as shit man
3: um well good i'm glad yeah i'm glad you found another uh another series that's done. Mm-hmm. yeah man Love. i'm excited
1: to
2: go through it lock got anything to share okay. with us
3: no i don't <laughs>
2: That's all right, man. Next I
3: time, have always it's next
2: week. Yeah, it's <laughs> always next time.
3: No, I mean the the few the few evenings. You're, you're
1: nice. ripping. Yeah, you're so you're, you're war zoning with the boys. You any w? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, of course,
3: yeah, of course. Of course. Got some, right. Got some dubs. Got some dubs. <laughs> um. No, I've just been I've been catching up, playing, watching TV with with the misses. We started two new two new shows. So, um.
0: Can yeah. I having, ask, um, what are you watching? I know we're not a TV podcast.
3: Yeah, I'll be quick. We uh, we started the Crown. Um yes. oh,
0: the crown slaps,
1: dude. Clown slap so, yeah. c- Crown is so good.
3: Yeah, so we started that and then um uh we started Mayor of Easttown Town. Um oh yeah, we're doing it. I love it. Which is also which is also very good. Um and uh there's a third show, which what are we doing as well? What was the third one that we just started? Um I'm forgetting. We started a third one. Yeah, so I've I've only played a few a few evenings, um, and it's just been Warzone. Um and yeah, yeah, we' got we're getting some dubs, boys getting some wins, um, so like oh, well, I guess you know there's been a, there was a big update to Warzone I guess I can share that really quickly um oh, so yeah. they, they uh they made a massive, well, I shouldn't say massive, there was a change to the map, they had an in game event, um, I don't think I, I last time I was on this hadn't happened, right?
1: you talked about how there was like well, a nuclear leading, leading up and yeah, everyone trying into zombies play. and shit, yeah, remember so that. they
3: had an in game event. I was actually working from home the day that it happened, so I was actually able to participate in the event for the hour that it happened. Nice. Um, and essentially, they had a mini game mode on um, one of their alternative maps uh, called Rebirth Island, which is an island outside of the the um, outside of Verdansk, which is the map. And uh, you actually set off the nuke that goes and blows up um, Verdansk.
1: Oh, to kill, them, to kill cool. the zombies
3: and contain it and then what they do an absolutely utterly utterly awful job of is they blow up that you blow up verdansk and then it and then it flips to a cutscene of the nuke reversing backwards right and then you okay. just keeps it keeps reversing backwards till you get to a globe and then you're at the Earth, and then the Earth continues spinning backwards, and then it spins to 1984, <laughs> okay. and then you zoom you zoom back in, and you're now at Verdansk as it was in 1984. Oh, and, and the I map a Superman is, on you, and the map is now um, just a prior version of itself. And the reason why they did that is because Cold War takes place in the 80s, which Cold War is the most recent call of duty so the map the map is the same map but different enough that like points of interest are different but similar enough to where you could traverse the map without having to learn a completely new map but in terms of like story and plot and cohesiveness it was um it was really really bad um so now we technically have a new map so yeah uh we've been been technically yeah so we've been playing that and it's uh it's been good. Been cool.
0: Good. That's it, Felix. What do you got? Well, did you guys notice my picture today? <laughs> so did I notice your picture behind me. You're in a ba- you're in a baseball field. Yeah. So behind me, I am in uh, Camden Yards. That's specifically Camden Yards. So the Lunar looking League like, looking
1: like a non uh, looking like a non COVID Camden Yards right there.
0: Yeah, that is definitely a non COVID Camden. 4 4 times. Mm-hmm. So the the Lunar League baseball started and I joined it. I was invited. Um there this was a I I just want to state for the record, right? Um that I knew nothing about this really going into it. Um I did not somehow plant myself in this league in order to hustle the league. <laughs> Okay? I'm just playing baseball a lot. I've been playing since quarantine when I bought MLB The Show 2019. I've been playing (laughs) fucking every day, like constantly. So I've been playing the game a lot. Now, okay. arguably, uh, uh-huh. the Lunar League is for fun, and I'm not competitive. And I so hope, hopefully, who, who runs- you're oh, not shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, look, will you back on, the fuck man. up for a second? Back off.
3: I am not You're, the, you're rubbing. The, you're the one that said that statement. Oh, no, I'm God. a competitive
0: person, but I'm not rubbing wins in people's faces. I'm not going right, into so not it. So a, I'm not trying to right, try. So you're hard. not being a dick. You're not being yeah, a dick. I'm not being a dick. Can you you're not just say win? You're trying you, st- to win. Yeah. Can you smack oh, a home run? Of course run I'm trying to win. Like, of course I'm trying to fucking win.
1: Can like, you, uh, or can you, can you like crouch as you're running? Can you like hit a home run and teabag someone as you're running best past first base and everything? I haven't can you done do that? that. He'd be yet. toxic in the game. I haven't done
0: that. Yet. I, no, t- I'm trying to th- Wait, min- minimize the toxicity. We all are. This all league. Are. What, is, what is this lunar league? Okay. So I'll explain. So it's set up by Iron. He did a really good job setting it up. So, uh, um, Ironstorm of, of Lunar Castaways. This is kind of relevant to some of what we might talk about later, because this is this is PlayStation stepping out of their comfort zone and allowing cross-play uh, for MLB The Show 21, um, which has now been released into, this is crazy, into the Game Pass um, by PlayStation Studios. That's the distribution, which yep. is really interesting. So we all have this game. Some of the people I play with are playing on PlayStation. I'm playing on Xbox. Um, We're all playing. um, uh, We're playing 27 games. That's the season. Each game is seven innings. So we're not doing a full nine. We're doing 27 um, uh, games. So each of us have to play three people, essentially, Um, uh, because there's a total of 10 teams. And that's what we're doing. Um, so I was invited to play because I guess, uh, iron had heard on the podcast that I've been playing the game. So I, I came in to play. Um, I'm, we're doing, we're doing well. The emergent gamers doing well in the lunar. You're hustling,
2: you're hustling them.
0: You're like, I'm okay. I don't
2: really, I'm not that good. And you coming in, and you just like, you drop your dick on the table. So and you're I, like, this I'm not, it. it's <laughs> right not here. like
0: that. In fact, a lot of the games are pretty close, but I have one, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, it's just crazy. How many? Like, how many PvP have is so fucking random? I never played anyone in PvP until I played in this league, and and so we're playing on rookie. So that's one thing that's problematic. Uh, well, not problematic for me, but problematic for people I'm playing against because I played. I've been playing on legendary for months. Like so, I've been playing like the hardest difficulty in the game. So I'm hitting like. I'm usually used to faster pitching. I'm used to like um you oh know like like a team of players that computer players that play like fucking gods. So I'm going to make an anime reference here. Right. You are like
2: Goku who's about to go into a fight and he takes the weights off of his body exactly. and drops them on the yeah. ground and That's you're exactly. like now I can
0: fight for real man. You've been making this easy for me. But like it's That's one of the, it's one of these things where you know like it's it's noticeable and i didn't anticipate that kind of like difference like i would gonna i knew rookie i might do pretty well in rookie but i didn't think i was gonna do as well as i've been doing so um like so far i have 16 home runs in uh 12 games so it's it's pretty it's pretty fun yeah, um, wait so
3: that again I, I missed the i missed the statistic right now
0: i have 16 home runs in 12 games which is and i'm 10 and 2 which is pretty 10 and 2 yeah wow which is pretty, wow. like, because I knew no nothing about anybody coming into this. I didn't know anybody's skill level. And I still haven't played every single player in the league, so I don't, I, there there could be a few other players in there who are just pretty good and just <laughs> haven't gotten around to playing a game. So um, how does
3: it feel to be playing some PvP again, Felix?
0: Well, this is what I'm saying. I, like I said, I'm not comfortable. I don't like trash talking or being perceived as somebody who's like, No one's know. saying that. No, just no, no you, I, I'm not saying on. no, but I, I'm fine with it. In fact, it's been really enjoyable. It's been really enjoyable. If I was, why losing- does it? Why does it
3: seem so painful to you to admit that you're having fun playing
0: PvP? It's like being all weird about it. Uh, you're like,
1: I don't, I don't want people to think of me as someone who beats them at video games. I don't want to have this. <laughs> So i'm a little this, uncomfortable here that's like that's the fucking point that is the point <laughs> like, <laughs> so i'm getting I think some it looks like winning, winning
3: the game is the point I can, I, can i
1: can i offer some some lighthearted psychoanalysis i mean nothing by this personally just yeah. just for the show for the content i think you're so like your 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 persona is built on you being beaten down by the game it's or just, other people self- in yeah. the game yeah. That, yeah that now that you're like the one on top, you are very uncomfortable, and you don't know how yeah. to. Do that. I don't.
0: I
3: don't he know how to behave. that. He lives in, it. That is very good. He lives in this zone of self-deprecation, and he has no idea how to what do it that, means to, to not. To not to now not you're be the one, man.
1: Yep. You're the one. But, but um, hey, listen. Take the, the
0: crown on, man. To. Own it. Good for you, bro. So this, what do you? So the real question <laughs> is. Yeah. So there's a quote from after, hold on there's a quote for me in the chat it says I'm not that great I'm casual I'm not a sweaty MLB player (laughs) I said that Um, when in truth you are the one you are the sweatiest I have just become just by the nature of playing and winning I've become the sweatiest player in the league and I didn't want I didn't want that
3: Maybe you did. Maybe you maybe did. And I your did. Is, maybe your heart. Maybe maybe you're now getting what you really wanted. So the real question did. is,
0: what when this when this
3: is when this league is over, right? Like once you complete the league and and are and maybe you're crowned winner and maybe you're not. Who knows? Yeah. Does Felix start playing MLB online?
0: Does See, Felix I don't go know. If I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to do that because. There's people out, there. it goes back to, lock. it goes back to the problems you have in Call of Duty or the problems you have in any PvP. Playing in this sanitized, like, group of people who are cool and laid back
2: and is fun. And not as fun.
0: good as you. Well, and not as good as me, okay, sure. But, like, playing in this sanitize, sanitized experience is is yeah. fun, and everyone has said that in all the games that I've played, that it's a lot more fun to play relaxed but when you play online, you're playing with toxicity. You're playing with cheaters. You're playing with people who've probably figured out, you know, like how these to. Are like, just,
2: these are friends, man. These like are, I'm not, I'm cool not people. that
0: meta. I'm not as meta as I'm, I'm perceived to be when it comes to this game. You know, what I mean? I'm doing um, what has worked after playing 200 plus games against the computer.
2: You know, I mean? Ironstorm just, just DM'd me uh, because he's watching live just like you can at twitch.tv slash immersion underscore gamer. Yeah, great uh, he DM'd great me tell. proof. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he sent me proof that you are indeed having fun. He sent me a quote from the Felix Hergood said, saying, It's been really fun, man. Having a great time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's wholesome as shit, man. I have been good. having fun, man. I just, I just, the reason I'm so why glad, glad, he, put it I, I'm so glad just, he put it together. I'm so glad he put it together
3: yeah I'm, I, I don't ask that question because i want you to like be some sweat lord in the leaderboards of mlb i just i feel like you're someone that like has had poor experiences in competitive scenarios and has like scoffed at like ever
1: doing yes. that again you've written it off entirely because right. of a couple that, of times you've, and, you've and been in there
3: and it's fine if like you don't end up wanting to do it because playing with friends is more fun than playing yeah. solo. Like I get that. Like I don't necessarily play a lot of multiplayer games solo um, because I do enjoy playing with people more than I enjoy playing uh, in a multiplayer environment by myself. But um, I just feel like you've written off that type of game mode in all games that you've played because of poor experiences in the past. So all I'm saying is, is maybe that does get you to play some online games in MLB or maybe some other games.
0: Cause you realize that I, I'm definitely down yeah. to do another league. Like, and I'm not even saying specifically a lunar league, like maybe creating my right. own or, you know, like bringing in other friends that I haven't played with, or maybe we create an emerging gamer league at some point and we sure. do emerging gamer. Um, and I, hey, we, we
2: did smash brothers. That was pretty fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, I don't, i'm down to definitely play with other people because i didn't even understand the meta of dude pvp is so fucking random (laughs) in this game dude the funniest fucking thing okay i dove for a ball and fucking gave my player a concussion
1: (laughs) you got a concussion i got a concussion
0: from diving for a pitch that i caught i caught the pitch and got a concussion um one time for the team literally one time i hit one far it's random i I hit one real far my player hit one real far and uh my far real far real far but not out of the park (laughs) dude my fucking (laughs) the the ball was caught my player never bothered to go he was running from first to second he never bothered to go back to first and he just stood on second and we were still in play, and the guy I was playing with, Rocker, didn't know why he was still in play. I didn't know why. He's like, "I caught the ball. Why are we still in play?" He's like, "Well, maybe if I just hit a button." He hit a button, and his guy immediately threw to second, and then just reached over and tagged my player standing on <laughs> second. <laughs> and the guy, the player, was literally standing in the position of like, "I'm casually on the base right now." <laughs> it was so fucking fun. Does, does the game like auto make you so? There's so a couple does things. it auto-move
1: you, or does it make you make those decisions in the so moment to normal, save your character?
0: Normal MLB The Show, you can toggle whether you do auto-base running. But okay. uh, either Iron set it as auto-base running, or it's auto-base running when you do custom leagues. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Because there is no... You, you can definitely motivate players to run around the base but and motivate them to run back. But if you touch nothing and they It'll feel make yeah if they right. feel instinct instinctual about it they'll go and do it um, i mean i
3: would honestly i would honestly do an emerging gamer league for it i would i don't have the game nor will i have a playstation to play the game right now but i'm just saying that would be a game that like i would mess yeah. around with and just do a league for because it would probably be absolutely
0: hilarious dude like it, it yeah, every sports game oh i've never I've never, never I've never i've never played,
3: played i haven't played an MLB game since ken griffey jr on n64 but i'm just saying i feel like big ups it would it would be hilarious to, dude to, to the two things
0: a, like, that league. the two games that i lost were just like it was crazy the ridiculousness that was happening in terms of like the amount of errors the rant the computer was getting I mean, I was also like swinging at too many pitches, you know, and that kind of shit. But, like, but at the same time, like, the computer just, the game does a really good job of simulating like stress levels of players getting kind of like off their game. So when you get behind the eight ball when you're playing the game, they really start to fuck up. And it's just, Goddamn hilarity ensues, man, and it's just really funny. funny, like we were just la- I was playing this guy rocker, and like we played three games in a row, and I did win all the games, but they were all tight, like you know one point he was up, then I was up, then he was up, you know it was back and forth, and they all came down to the wire and it was just exciting, but we were laughing because of the ridiculousness that the players were fucking doing it was just it's so much fun man um'm awesome, happy with, for, I'm happy yeah. for you man,
3: um neil. What do you got? I know you I know you have a lot you wanna I know you have a lot on your mind. I dude. I've seen your, I gotta I've, seen tell your you. I've seen your Twitter, so I know you have a lot on your mind. <laughs> um
1: I
2: also, yeah, I've been I a also follow lately, this channel weird. This page um, on Twitter. <laughs> what you been so playing, man? I've been what's, playing what's out a there? What's, game.
1: What, something new.
2: <laughs> there is a new game out, you guys, for the PlayStation 5, and it's called uh Returnal and I was hesitant on this game because last week I talked about either getting that or near replicant the uh, remake of that old uh, near gestalt game from like 10 years ago um, I went with Returnal because I wanted to try like a PlayStation 5 experience because you know I got one of them, them consoles so I want to take advantage of it yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, gotta tell you man this game is a utter delight to play it's challenging it's um exciting to play it's it gives you that carrot on the stick and it keeps it in front of you and it keeps pushing it like it keeps it keeps like pushing the limits of of like how interesting it is now sorry yeah you have a question
3: i was going to just say for 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 i've only heard people's opinions on it in a very like Twitter length way. And they've all been positive. But if you mm. were to just give a snippet of what type of game it is, how would so, you best summarize its genre? And I guess maybe core. Mechanics? It
2: is a third person action roguelike experience. Okay. So that means that when you die, you do start over your run of the game. Um, and they do a really good job of cutting it off at a halfway point so you get halfway into the game now you can stop at the halfway point of the game um it is a roguelike in a sen- in the sense that you collect upgrades in your run that you do while you play uh guns artifacts that give you bonuses parasites that give you a bonus and a negative um all kinds of all, all these mechanics like all culminate in a experience that is like Never the same every time. Yet you're playing on these tile, these like randomly generated tile sets that they keep laying out in front of you. Um, okay. You'll recognize areas, but they're never connected the same way. Um, on top of that, you get permanent items that when you do die and reset, they stay with you. Uh, so a good example would be a grappling hook. For example, you collect that in your game, and that will stay with you for the rest of your your gameplay you can access areas that you weren't able to before thus opening up different pathways in the existing tile sets that you've already experienced mm. um stunning the game is stunningly beautiful using i was gonna you know, say what, is that, what does that
3: feel like to play that genre of game in like a 3d visually pleasing way versus like you know some of like these other Hades games or dead Cells, or Hades, right, right which which those which yeah. those are also beautiful but they're beautiful in a very different stylistic way than like a game that's looking hyper-realistic
1: right
2: right um and yeah what's up trip well to, to Locke's point, and i i
1: said this in your chat last night when i was hanging out watching you play this um watching people play returnal made me realize that that i'm very much an aesthetics based gamer you did like, this, yeah. like 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 uh, above a lot of things right like that's gonna weigh highly on my opinion of a game and watching returnal makes me really want to play returnal because of the environments, because of the aesthetics, the sounds the uh like the way you move just the the, the move the, the abilities all happen together, and like I yeah. had zero interest in the isometric view of Hades. I had zero interest in like the pixel uh you know what was it um a dead, Cell, like pixel art scrolling, of, of, yeah. dead cells like I get the concept and people's love with a roguelike game, um but I'm not gonna play just because of that. it has to like appeal. Right. To something very visual to me and this might be the one that does it because there it looks like just a really engr- engrossing the environment yeah, world they, yeah
2: they took they took a lot of time with the environment and i think yeah and there's there's multiple tile sets to the environments there's different biomes that you do visit and they all are very distinct from each other right. and they all have their unique personality and enemy sets too so it's all very like it's good um as, along with the aesthetics that you're mentioning, uh, Trip, it has a very heavy sci-fi, like almost interstellar 2001 Space Odyssey tone to it. At yes, time. absolutely. Um, and a lot of the soundtrack does reflect that. And it's 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 great. The story is interesting because it's never the story's never in your face. You always remember it being there because they bake it into the mechanic of you dying and repeating this this mm. on this on this planet. So every time you turn the game on, it shows you the quick cut scene of your character's ship crashing onto the, uh, onto the planet and you wake up every time. Um, they, they change it up differently. Sometimes you're like still in the seat of your ship. Sometimes you're on the ground next to your ship. Like it's, it's never the same, but it's always similar. Um, and it's it's awesome. There's there's points where you cross in your in your journey, you find a a house and your character identifies it as like the house they grew up in. Uh sometimes in your run you'll find a key for it, and then you can enter it, and then it goes into first person mode, and then all of the all of a sudden it becomes like a, a psychedelic horror game. It's not mm. it's not like survival horror. It's just like it is using all of these these cues in first person that make you explore this person's reason for being stuck on this planet. Almost as right, if the planet right. is keeping you on on it in order for it to like it's it's keep it keeps you prisoner for some reason. You don't know why. You're trying to figure mm. out why you keep dying and waking up on the planet. And it's perfect for the mechanic of the game that it lets you do that. Um the one- not to mention yeah go Sorry. ahead. No 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 you keep going, keep going. Like not to mention that the gameplay itself is fantastic. Your character moves at a breakneck pace the whole time and the dash mechanic with jumping and all the other movement, make it feel absolutely fluid. Um, the gameplay, st- like the, the gameplay style, is keep on your toes, keep moving around the map, and keep out of the bullet hell that is the enemy's fire that that, that they keep putting on you. Um, you change up your guns. Like like, health is absolutely the most valuable resource that you could possibly have on the planet because you just need you can't die. You need to keep your health up. You need to keep moving and you learn enemy patterns and you get better guns and you unlock perks for the guns and it, it, every run just feels unique and it keeps you wanting more. Um, although there are some caveats to that because you cannot save mid run. And that has been a huge problem on the internet that people have been talking about because they, people want the ability to put the game down in the middle of a really solid run because you know, shit comes up. You want you need to put the game down for a minute only time it, it does the only opportunity i see for getting putting the game down is when you die or just putting the console to sleep which is right fine but not ideal if you're like let's say you're someone who has a kid and well i need to take them to school or whatever and i got to turn my console off or for example i'll give you two examples of the of the not lack of autosave screwing me over the weekend the game crashed twice well, screw me if I was in the middle of an hour and a half run, right? Because that counts as me quitting the game and restarting yeah, that sucks. it. So I start to run over yeah, That sucks. Um, Monday when I streamed it, I literally blew a fuse in my room uh, playing the game and I had to boot it up. I was like an hour and a half into my, my stream and it just cut out on me, which sucked. But mm. at the same time, I, I'm okay enough with me just getting back in it and just trying to get to that next, uh, that next uh, level. Sorry, did you have something? Did you have you guys have something you wanted to add, or no? I was just saying, I
3: I think like a lot of the things that I've seen from it. um, The one map that I saw, this it had like these like this Prometheus vibe it was like a um, big everywhere is just prometheus, prometheus 5. yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was it was really cool and, and the movement on it's really intriguing i like the speed at which you play it i think it's a big reason why i love destiny is because of the hunter movement and ability to move super fast and jump around and um you know seeing the character have that jetpack boost ability and be able to like climb a lot of sections of the map very quickly just looked looked mm-hmm. really intriguing versus like some of the very platformer Esque style that roguelites take previously where like you don't move like that you don't traverse maps or 3d environments in the same way so seeing it and seeing it on a ps5 like a game that was developed for the new hardware is is really really cool so Mm -hmm. um it's yeah i think think it's one that came out of nowhere honestly like i this wasn't on my radar as a game and then out of nowhere i'd never heard of this yeah, yeah House, and then, uh, Housemark
2: is is famous for doing like smaller games like Rezogun, Gun. And they make like they made like arcadey style games for a very long time. So them right. dipping their toe into like this triple A space is like definitely I don't think a lot of people saw this coming. They knew they were a quality studio, but nothing no one thought they could produce at something. At this scale, like this.
3: right. At yeah. this size. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's great. And I and I, like I said, I have not heard or read one like bad take of the game. Like it's fine yeah. to be nitpicky and say it should be autosave cuz like absolutely yeah, there's, there's but like been, I haven't I haven't heard anything be like oh man this was a waste of me buying this. You know what I mean? Like the co- Yeah,
2: the conversations me. around it are the difficulty conversation came back up again because this is not this is a hard game. I would almost call it like I would I wouldn't put it in the same category as a souls like game but it is up there in difficulty with what the game throws at you, especially at the point of the game I'm in. I'm in the, I'm in the back half of the game at this point and man, it is nothing like the first three biomes that I've been, that I was in. It is absolutely destructive on me now. Like they, they are just not holding back at all. It's insane. Mm. Um, well, you mentioned about it being a PS five game and the cool thing about this game that I don't think it'll be on other platforms because of that is how it uses the controller. Um, It probably could translate to a normal, you know, like another another system. But with the controller, there are it uses the adaptive rumble and triggers to an extent, like a like a a massive degree. You're in an area with rain. You actually feel the pitter patter of the rain hit your controller. It vibrates in the craziest way where you can feel like raindrops on it. Um, That's cool. When you pull the trigger to aim down any weapon, because every weapon has its own unique alt fire, uh, like a special uh, fire that goes on cooldown after you use it, um, you pull halfway on the trigger and you feel a stopping point in the pull. If you pull through that point, it triggers the alt fire, and then you can fire with the other with the uh, you know the right trigger. It's an awesome feeling because the game just it just knows that puts that resistance that on it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. cool.
2: It Dope. utilizes the controller very, very uh, uniquely. And honestly, like this game is it, it caught me, man. It, it gave me the bug enough to like turn my stream on just so I could be like, you guys got to you got to see this game like it is right, right. worth seeing. Um, I definitely recommend it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I said all of everything I need to say about it. The good and the Dope. bad.
3: So you're probably going to yeah. stream it again for anybody that wanted to watch it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's I'm going to keep playing. I want to beat this. I want to I want to beat the game. Cool. I gotta find out why she's on. I gotta find out why she keeps dying and why she keeps waking up here. It's a it's a mystery, man.
1: It's a big one. You're almost there.
2: Almost Pat. there. Uh, Speaking sweet. about big ones, we got a big court case to talk about, guys. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Give me a, what do you Fair. think? Eight out of ten. Eight yeah. out of ten. Six, six, six and a half. Six and a half. All right, all right. Six, six,
0: and a half. Yeah, I mean. It's a far cry from Plessy versus Ferguson.
1: (laughs) It is. It is. If only there was there was far cry related news, then that would have been just. uh, That
0: would have been a good transition. An absolute
1: home run of a transition, Felix.
0: Yeah, terrible, terrible fucking transition. But so far cry is a game. I mean,
2: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So this week, uh, the court battle between Apple versus Epic has finally underway, and up first. It has been Tim Sweeney being, I guess, he's in front of the court and the judge answering questions, essentially. And a lot of stuff came out. Uh, now, if you didn't know, this court case is Apple versus Epic. Epic is suing Apple for the case of them, I, w- I guess what you could say, them shortchanging on their App Store platform. Epic wants the ability to give, quote, developers more of a cut, but. I think in actuality, they simply want to be able to make, this is just my opinion, they want to make more money off of selling their microtransaction V-Bucks, which is how this all started. Uh, Epic put their V-Bucks on a link on the App Store that redirected users to a page where they didn't have to, they could bypass the Apple uh, 30% cut, essentially, and that Apple was like, uh uh goodbye, and removed it, right? Like, they just deleted it from the App Store um and and epic sued they were prepared that same day they put out a, a stupid trailer of you know the 1984 Apple commercial in Fortnite like kind of flipped on its head um that stuff we already know but what this court case has revealed a lot of interesting topics uh or a lot of interesting things uh, have come come out during this because Swim Sweeney is answering questions industry wide, and what's what's happening is is a lot of backroom deals. I want to say backroom, but like confidential talks between Epic and other companies have been coming to the surface. Um, the first example I'll bring to you guys is you remember back when uh, Fortnite was pressuring uh, Sony to enable crossplay on their platform for Fortnite. And Sony was very much against this, especially at the time they were at the top of their, they were the top of the industry. They were selling the most. Um, In fact, we learned during the court case this week that upwards of like, God, the revenue from Sony alone made up the majority of what Fortnite made in total. So Sony came out and uh, actually it was Geo Corsi at the time said, I don't see any business reason to enable cross-play. This isn't something that we see as beneficial to a business standpoint from us. And again, totally understandable from uh, Fortnite's, pers- uh, from Sony's perspective being the top dog. Eventually, we learned that Epic cut the deal by having them uh, pretty much paying Sony for the uh, opportunity to enable cross-play for these sorts of things.
0: So... What do you guys think of this, Felix? No, I was going to say it it was even more specific than that. It was Go some, ahead. some weirdly um worded document, kind of like a I don't know, part of the contract or whatever that basically mm-hmm. stated that like if Sony detects instances where business is being made elsewhere, you know, bereft of Sony, that Sony Epic would pay Sony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's one of the um, which is like
0: lunatic. That's, like. It's,
1: that's one of the. Uh, it's not just like exclusive to the Fortnite crossplay contract. That's that's something that Sony has now uh, made an agreement with any developer that does crossplay on their platform. If there's a game that exists on multiple platforms and uh, they go through through PlayStation, they got this this math equation right that if they if they if they don't get this certain ratio of uh player base to money spent on PlayStation the publisher has to pay a surcharge if it's below this magic equation number mm-hmm. basically like and, and a good way to think about this uh, in in plain terms is if um you know let's say let's our favorite our favorite game started the podcast destiny right like someone plays destiny cross platform okay um say they spend all of their silver purchasing on pc right they buy all their cosmetic shit on pc they're spending x amount of dollars in destiny sony can say hey here's the value of this game here's the value of this player uh here's the equation there they've spent more on this platform so we've lost x amount of dollars you right. owe us the surcharge now that's essentially what this agreement boils down to and it's in play for any game that is on on crossplay with sony's servers the thought being they're trying to like recoup costs of playing on their servers like server maintenance like supporting infrastructure for all these players but not actually earning money to support their infrastructure from the playing of these games on cross platform but like I think it's a cash grab it's, like there's no there's there's so many different ways you can earn enough it, money to support
2: it. it is literally Sony leveraging their position as the top earner for X game right like it is them leveraging their user base and business position essentially right like that's well yeah I think I think what it comes down to is a conversation we've had in the past
3: about Sony that they have one thing they have one thing that you know they have to hold on to right and um when uh when a person is not forced to play on that platform and they have the option to play anywhere because they're able to play with everyone i think they're fearful that they're that the person's not going to choose sony and then sony Mm -hmm. is now going to lose money um I don't think a typical gamer who has played on PlayStation before would then go and buy digital currency on another platform and spend their money there. I straight up think they would stop using the platform entirely. And I think that's what they're afraid of is that when you give gamers the choice to say, Oh shit, I can play with my PlayStation friends, but I could finally get an Xbox or I could finally play on my PC. They're going to move away from Sony entirely. And now Sony is at a loss. Um, and this is their way of saying, you know, your, your idea of cross play, your idea that's obviously best for gamers is bad for our business and you're going to pay us. We're going to get our money one way or the other, which is a real shit thing to do, but mm-hmm. they're a business.
2: So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I definitely thought that was, uh, interesting. Um, apparently, in the in this deal, Epic also gives Sony all of their marketing data that they ask for. Um, so, um, so before you yeah. go on, that that yeah, there's there's a few more bullet
1: points too. That listing of bullet points that was refuted by Sony.
2: Of that link that I that I put in our doc. Okay. What 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 you're referencing
1: is um, uh, Epic trying to court Sony to enable cross-play. By offering them, uh, honestly, what what read to me uh, was an incredible listing of of data sharing of opportunity, especially as Epic makes Unreal Engine four um, uh, sharing like you know information on, on demographics and player base, uh, extending you know Unreal four contract amount of time for multiple years, um, you know different monetary cuts, and and essentially Epic's position was this is inevitable. Let's agree to this now. And here's everything else we're going to offer you. And at this time, when they gave, they delivered all this to Sony, Sony still said no. This is 2018 that this list of, of, <laughs> of offers essentially bullet points uh, is from, it's from 2018. And Sony said, no, we think there's a lot of great ideas here, but there's not enough evidence to say that crossplay can sustain income for a console because they were on top wow. they were big on top and that's still right. the mindset like you said Locke. we've, we've chatted about it before it just it all comes back to that
3: yeah i mean they think very highly of themselves they mm-hmm. think very highly of of the brand point. i guess they, they, yeah. they have yeah and they have a good reason to in in some regard because they were number one in every game every major title that came out for them was was well received by critics and by players and it sold consoles and it sold copies and all of that is great. It is. But like it's not there's there's so much more to an ecosystem and to a platform than just, you know, uh half a dozen of really great um AAA <laughs> titles that are exclusive, mm-hmm. right? Um like I'm still having a lot of fun playing games, and I haven't played a first party fucking PlayStation game since the PS3, and I seem to be doing quite all right. So mm-hmm. clearly they don't Like, that's not the only thing that's needed. Right. So like, I I guess, um, you know, it's it's really interesting to see behind the curtains and to see their level of thinking. And I'm curious if like that, like presentation to to Sony was just like one guy at a desk that was just like looking at it was like, nah. Nah, I don't like
1: this. <laughs> no, nope.
3: I, mean, like, like, I, I feel, I, I feel like that's literally what it was probably like. Was like some person up at the top got the email, read through it, and was like, "Nah, nah, I don't like it." And then was like mm-hmm. somebody else, somebody else tells them no.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's easy to personify a corporation into one being. Oh, like, for sure. Well, especially when you work for a corporation, you know, dicks. How- it was probably a boardroom of dicks. <laughs> Sure, all bag of dicks. yeah. I mean,
3: I mean, it definitely needs to be voted on by a board, depending on how yeah. big of a decision it's made. But like that board is obviously swayed by powerful individuals that make up the board. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so you know, it only takes one you know big dick swing person to be like, now we're not going to do this. And to everyone's get like, all one right,
0: sure. one big dick swing person to get the bag of dicks motivated.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um. So. Another piece of information that came out which i found found very interesting was the uh the amount that epic paid to get their exclusivity for Mm. all the games on their platform Um, this was was a lot i mean and it actually varies like for example super meat boy their their buyout price was just fifty thousand dollars yeah and that's a big game right then you got subnautica also kind of an indie game million four hundred thousand dollars i was very surprised to see
3: how much that buyout price was for subnautica right. i was as well. at the yeah. top of the list it very,
2: it's like high. it's
1: a very popular game but it's a pretty niche game especially as well,
3: right. as, well as um mutant year zero another pretty niche game not mm-hmm. super not right. super mainstream uh great game great game but like not something that like you would you know you wouldn't see. Billboards, commercials, articles about it. You know what I mean, um, right? And that was also a million dollars was the was the buyout for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because you then read at how they're essentially saying that the Epic Game Store is going to lose them money for at least the next decade. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that they're going to be operating at a loss for you know I think they said the next six to seven years is, is they the article, they but. they
1: will have incurred a seven hundred and nineteen million dollar loss by twenty twenty seven
3: right wow
1: damn right. which is a lot
3: and now you got to balance that with how much money fortnite has made them and how much money licensing unreal engine 4 has made them right it's not right. like it is a large number and it does show that like creating a gaming um store to battle steam is not an easy task but on the flip side they're also making an extreme amount of money to balance out that you know, that scale. Right. right?
2: So. And in fact, this chart actually points out um, the new Epic accounts that are acquired because of these games and the right, percentage exactly. of people who are installing the Epic game launcher for grabbing, like who grabbed these games. So like mm-hmm. that is an important metric that they are tracking. They care yeah. a lot about the amount of people who install their launcher.
1: It's a far, far, far cheaper method for them to gain users through doing what they're doing than advertising i think tim Sweeney even Mm -hmm. said like it costs five dollars a user um a user gained on the store through advertising through google or facebook just by by advertising it's five dollars a user much cheaper to do the free game offering get them set up with a store account and get them in the ecosystem and then they're already there
3: oh for sure i mean easily Yeah. yeah yeah i mean marketing and spending money on on um promotion
1: is obscenely so expensive it's actually about you know half I mean? so this 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 uh, boils yeah. down essentially to two dollars and 37 cents per new account all their all of their free game advertising mm. that's less than half of of the average new user gain per google and facebook at five dollars so pays off and then they get in there, maybe they pay Fortnite, and maybe they become assessed, maybe they buy a bunch of skins. Who knows? Among a yeah. million other games they could spend or play or 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 you know give money to Epic on. It's
2: right. almost like regardless of how you feel about Epic, they are making some pretty big plays because of what they're doing. And I think we identified that when they started doing this, but now it's like we we have a, we have like written evidence that like they are they're making they're making a play for Steam like pretty hard like and they want to be in that position that Mm -hmm. you pick between steam and them and they and then you pick them that's what that's what i believe they want absolutely like a hundred percent well he's been he's been
0: writing himself that way like in interviews and articles they've been um then positioning themselves against apple as like like they're like the underdogs the, they're the david going against a giant goliath, yeah which is you know? which is such
2: horse shit but it's um, horse shit yeah
3: yeah like i these like are they're $2 not billion
2: dollar companies yeah. like right it's fucking it's
3: yeah. literally goliath versus goliath so like the that's, underdog that's what fucking, it is yeah yeah like like please like you know don't, the
0: but they it's have a to gladiatorial frame that editorial
3: arena yeah like they have to frame themselves this way because like again if they win this court case this is This could force Apple to have to completely rewrite their terms and conditions for the App Store, which is huge. Which is that's like a monumental shift that this court case can provide. And again, it's not like, oh whoa, is Apple, because even if they took half the percentage of money that they're taking, they're still going to be making a fuck ton of money. But like it is a huge court case in terms of where this decision lies and what it means for the app store and a company that owns a platform and what they choose to do with said platforms and the T's and C's that they create around it and what they force another company to do to integrate with their platform. Um, And I don't blame Epic for wanting to go after steam, right? Because the Epic game store could like, I'm not tied to steam. I don't give a shit about steam, but it is where I go to buy my games. I don't go to Epic. I really don't. I go to Epic. I get my free games when I want. I have, I have, essentially a a entire library of games uninstalled the only game i've ever purchased from them was tony hawk and it's because it was exclusive and that's because i really Uh wanted to play that but i have not gone there to purchase any other game on my pc everything is done through steam if it's not owned by another launcher like blizzard um so you know but it's just I don't think of them in that way. Like, I just opened it while we were talking and I wasn't even fucking signed into it. Like, I guess at some point I was signed out of the Epic Game Store. So, like, <laughs> I, like I wasn't even like, it, does, I, it doesn't I always
1: even, I'm always, I always have to authenticate whenever I have to log back right, in. i, like, I just, it, hard logged out.
3: Like, they're fighting being synonymous with a platform that's existed on PC gaming for the test of time. It's just like competing with the app store, which is a juggernaut that now has billions of devices connecting to it because it's the standard. Um, And they want to frame it that way. They want to frame themselves as the underdogs because it makes them look better in the court of law to win and change how these laws and how these terms and conditions can ultimately be written uh, to favor them. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. What were you gonna say trip? Um, It's, it's, all of this is a culture war that epic is trying is trying to fight and the the better they can paint themselves in the public light as like you know like you guys mentioned the underdogs or someone who's trying to like go up against like an industry monopoly in terms of making money for them and for the developers uh, if they can do that then then they win ultimately but the court case if if the focus is kept on the court case the court case is about how epic feels like they're losing money on Apple's practices in their own app store, right? Like they're losing money because of Apple's unfair percentages that they're charging. And the reason that Apple's attorneys brought up all of these amounts, you know, specifically calling out how they're going to lose money over the next couple of years. They're going to lose, you know, 719 million. Like they're saying that like, look, 12% of a commission is, is not sustainable for an app store. So, so, the, their argument is that the numbers that Epic is throwing out are bullshit. 30% makes sense to have a store be profitable by itself. That's what we charge. That's what the market charges. It's what Sony charges, or what Microsoft charges. This is all what Apple's people, saying. Yeah. You're
0: saying, this is what they're saying, saying.
1: All this is, is the standard. And even if Epic were to, were to get the value down to where it is, it's not sustainable for their business, for the business of a digital store. Epic, of course, has its own goals user retention user acquisition uh they can make money in so many other ways you know mainly fortnite number one on that list so it's a culture war and they're trying to paint it that way as a culture war if the focus stays on the store and the store practices i think epic loses but if they can get everyone to fucking shift their brain and think about this as like a look let's all let everyone make more money everywhere man then (laughs) then they win then they win
3: You know right yeah No i a thousand percent agree Thousand percent and and i and You know i don't want to defend apple because I think there are things that they could probably do Differently but like Ultimately They they own the Platform right they've created The space for your Shit to exist to run On their devices Uh Right you know like it, it that's What it what it comes down to And you create something that needs to run on their devices. You create a something that goes hand-in-hand hand with their hardware or hardware across the board, right? So um, it's almost like they want, they want everything, right? They want to create the thing that runs it, but they also want to get the money that these hardware companies, these platforms, these ecosystems that are built on these platforms have created which are like in a hierarchy sense are above them right in in a way um and they're trying to i think they're trying to make themselves that with the epic game store in the background um and operating at a loss to get them to a place where they have the user base to then obviously be the the platform of choice the ecosystem of choice there on pc um and frame themselves in this way as you know the underdogs um that way they can ultimately make more money in in the way that you know an apple or a google or a I'm microsoft sure. can charge whatever the fuck they want to charge um because they've put themselves in a position to be able to do that right um that's
1: what they want man it's it's yeah. all about where they keep that lens focused you know like they can throw around we're losing so much money we're giving everyone free games this is a loss we're here for you but is epic losing money no the epic game mm. store is losing money mm. but epic is not losing money this is correct these, these are correct. business decisions here and they're very calculated okay. and it's all about the optics
3: yeah and i mean we're only at day three right so we've heard a lot from epic right and we've heard rebuttals from apple in some cases but this court case is not going to be a six-day court case right so this is going no, to be something all. that's going to last for a long time there's going to be weeks and weeks of this. And right now it's hot, right? I, I don't think by day 10, we're going to get day 11 of the court case, right? So I think it'll probably fizzle out until we get some bigger things that happen. Uh, maybe there will be some publications that follow it day to day, but. Um, but right now it's hot and we're hearing a lot of behind the scenes things that's creating buzz and creating conversation. But I mean, this is going to be a thing that's, that's going on for a while. This is the type of court case that's not over in, in a flash. So, um, yeah, it's, it's super interesting just for us to see behind the curtains as consumers, you know, to see how much money Microsoft is making off of Epic, right. In terms of them being on their platform, right. And just seeing, just to see how much the buyout was for exclusivity for some of these games is something we would have never gotten to see if it wasn't for the yeah, sport case. We're right? getting so,
2: such a scene, like a, a picture behind the scenes of the yeah. gaming industry that we yeah. don't normally get from like any other industry.
0: No, like, yeah, Felix. No, well, that I mean, the article I was reading, and maybe you had posted this, Neo, is that's that's the thing that's making this kind of bonkers and bananas for the court because all of the documents that they're they're normally required to release in the public record have, like, all this weird, secretive gaming industry shit. Yep. And the gaming yeah. industry is losing, they're, like, they're, they're, they're submitting the, documents. The judge is
1: receiving, like, calls in the middle of the trial, yeah. like, in the middle of questioning to redact a line in the middle of... of yeah, you so know, they're submitting that document,
0: and they're almost, like, forgetting, oh, shit, don't fucking, don't put, the, whoa, wait, okay.
2: you know, these you are know, three plans. Per- the permission don't permission to approach those. the yeah. bench, yeah.
0: permission to approach the bench, and he's like, yeah. we just gotta, we gotta kind of, don't speak that line right there, don't do that one. <laughs> <There> <laughs> <is> a <laughs> lot of the documents that have been posted by a
2: Benji sales, who does a, he does a video game analysis, industry analysis there is he posted an image of a bunch of redacted documents mm-hmm. because of there is stuff in there that is it, it's part of you know microsoft in this case it's microsoft's business plan over the next bunch of quarters games that we haven't even heard of are on this list like <laughs> there are things in there that are look guys e3 is in like a month from now like this is probably stuff that they're getting ready to ramp, to ramp up What's also
3: really interesting is to see the numbers of how much growth mobile gaming has still had. And Mm -hmm. And this is and this is why it's so focused on Apple, right? That mobile gaming growth has continued to increase year over year while console gaming has seen a decline. And they on they have attested that decline in console gaming strictly to Fortnite and how popular and zeitgeist Fortnite was that people were playing Fortnite free-to-play on console. That console gaming was up during the peak of Fortnite. And now mobile gaming continues to rise because we all play mobile games in one way or the other. And there's a, whole, a yeah. there's a whole section of people that strictly game on mobile. And don't own any, any console, any PC. They play bullshit mobile games. Um, while they watch TV or they sit in their living room, and they count as mobile gamers. And that market is up because, as Neo just said, mostly everyone has a smartphone. Everyone has access to the App Store. That's what Epic is targeting because that growth potential is astronomical. And if they can win that, then that's a huge, huge win for them um, because that hurts Apple, which is is holding the keys to that kingdom um and the Google Play Store but more so Apple um because of per number of devices that are accessing the platform um so and and that i think is is very important to note because of how much mobile gaming has continued to to rise versus versus console i think it's like 3 to 4 times the amount
0: um so Locke, you think uh fucking you fucking you think like 10 11 day- days from now those fucking Weirdo fucking Fortnite fans aren't going to be calling into the fucking hotline. <laughs> that shit's <laughs> going to go on for months, dude. Yeah, they're going to be calling honestly. that shit. They're going to be calling that shit on days they're not even a fucking scheduled to be in court. <laughs>
2: right. right. You, you know what I'm really excited about when Apple has to take the stand. Yeah, what what could be revealed behind the scenes of Apple? They're a secretive company too. Right. We all know I mean, they, they don't reveal I, anything. Until- I can
1: promise you that any documents that Apple submits will be vetted. They've already they're done. You're not going to see anything from Apple. Nothing will be leaked. Damn out. It. It's not prepared.
3: Yeah, yeah. They're they're yeah. going to they're going to show and say just enough to win their arguments without. Yeah,
1: in the courtroom. They've lived in the courtroom for the past ten years. They this. We're not going to learn anything about Apple from this. Nothing. We're, we're learning about the game industry, who has not had to go through a rigorous spotlight like this right. up until this moment. We're yeah. we're not going to. People are sitting yeah, Apple drops.
3: And, yeah, and Apple. We might learn yeah, yeah, more about conspiracy. we might learn more about the gaming industry from Apple being on the stand, but we're not going to learn a goddamn thing about Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely not. There's not it, a
0: shot. All this, all this um, is showing is that the game industry in general is not seasoned in this kind of like, like law. Basically, they're not seasoned. It, it.
1: There's, 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 there's lots of need to exist in a legal space. With the scrutiny. There's, there's, like there hasn't since, been. Since
0: uh, the ESRB,
2: no right? Like the ESRB formed. Yeah, but that.
1: And all that yeah, I mean, it was probably the, the biggest, the highest profile, like, gaming argument. But there was no, of course, like, <laughs> need for industry specific information to be out at that point or developers to reveal how they work to settle, you know, a working argument. It was just like a, you know, it was like a, a, another culture war which Epic is trying to turn this into, but that was actually a culture mm-hmm.
3: war. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be something that we'll probably follow up on um, as, as news points come out, because I think dependent on, you know, what gets released um, is going to be, it's going to be big news either way, whichever way this, yeah. whichever way this shakes. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know which way it's going to go. I, I, I do think uh, Trip made a really uh, sound argument that it really just depends on how it's framed um, because I would agree that if it's framed strictly on the app store that I don't think this goes anywhere I don't um, but I think if if Epic can make enough of an argument on this like underdog story and for the people and you know fairness and all of that then I do think there may be an opportunity for them to take you know for the for the settlement or the outcome of the case, I should say, to be more in favor for what they're what they're going for. I think the the sad thing is ultimately a consumer does not benefit for either one of these decisions. No. But um, no. but it is <laughs> not Epic um, wants
2: you to think that it's in your in their favor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's how they're framing it.
3: Yeah. 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 So I mean I, I don't think uh, either way we don't um we don't come out on top. Um but I do think that ultimately um it's still good to see and understand the businesses even to maybe a, a percent more than we did before. Um, and That's I, I think was it's most also exciting for me yeah, about this topic. Yeah. I think it's also great to hear Sony continue to think really highly of themselves, you know, so to just further our point that we've come to over our own conversations hey, and the way that Microsoft has operated their business versus the way that Sony is operating their business and continues to. It's so giving us an um, awful lot
0: of validation.
1: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Gamer, Gamer podcasts We're prescient.
2: It's our new, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: our new catchphrase. I
0: feel about yeah, validated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So, what do you guys think before we get out of here? Do you who do you think wins this? Apple. Mm-hmm. Feel, trip Felix. You you both you both agree Apple. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I think Apple wins too.
3: Yeah, Shit. I mean, and, and, and I guess how like, wrong we'll be right. That's fine. I mean, I'll gladly be wrong, I, and and I guess like winner has to be. You know, that's a very hard thing to say because they're like a court case can create a ruling that favors both of them in different ways. You know what I mean? So, like, I I guess you know like it it could be that apple wins but there is some regression they need to make in their terms and conditions or uh, epic wins but they you know there's a limit to how much apple needs to change their terms and conditions which yeah there could it, be a they, lot of gray for you sure you know there's there's probably going mm-hmm. to be gray in some form of fashion i don't think either of them leave unscathed um but if i had to just strictly black or white choose a winner it's going to be apple um and i just mm-hmm. think it's because they've this is like this ain't shit for the for their fucking their legal team. Like it really it really isn't. Like this is just like this is a fucking Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just it's not. <laughs> I have. It's um, just this is, it, it really. Have,
1: never mind. After the show, yeah. I'm gonna say something. It's,
3: it's just it ain't. It, it's it's just not. It's it ain't shit. You know what I mean? Um. So, uh. And I think this is like everything for Epic. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is like, this is the They're fucking, this, all is, on the line. This, is, this is the basket. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. uh, and this is like this lawyer that's driving in a fucking Lamborghini. It's just like, this is fucking, this is Tuesday. You know what I mean? So it's just like, uh, yeah. So I, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, like I said, honestly, in the end of it, I don't know if I necessarily care because I don't think we win. In any in any fashion as consumers, we don't but win. It, None of us would, here are going to win. It will be. It's still interesting to see like which Goliath wins. Just like you want to see like a heavyweight boxing match and see who the winner is. You know what I mean? So right, guess, exactly.
1: As, as a form of entertainment, it's as, fun as, to as watch as, Jake Paul get his face punched in. You know, it doesn't right, matter. Right. You don't really win one way or the other. But but you're going to watch. <laughs>
0: but it, you, you laugh. You laugh. You laugh along the way. Who's right. uh, um, who's yeah. who punched his face in recently?
3: Uh, oh, he has a, He hasn't. I forget the most recent fight, but he's going to have, I think he has
0: a new fight coming, right? Did he, he does, did I and, hear uh, right? Is he fighting Evander Holyfield? Is that no, real? No, he's
3: fighting, I think, no, I think Floyd Mayweather agreed to fight him. Oh, Mayweather, that's who it is.
1: Mayweather, hurting for money, which is, dude.
3: Which is just the most obscene thing I've ever heard in my life. But how, how old that's is neither Mayweather? here nor there.
1: Those names <laughs> it should it, not be together on a second. It ticket doesn't together.
3: matter. Mayweather is a fucking, like, seasoned like accoladed boxer
1: versus a youtube just just him like, answering what? a phone conversation lends credence to jake paul that should never should never
3: exactly. exist exactly exactly yeah it's fucking
1: it's it's right
2: like, yeah it's like apple lawyers versus you know that in just personal industry injury lawyer <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it's like fucking uh what's the what's the fucking what's the uh what's the
3: law firm that's always on the fucking radios and Krasno no cries
1: on on no, there's another that's one.
3: Not the one? There's, no. a, there's another one. Was it like Morgan? Is it something with Morgan? Uh, JG? Is it JG? JG
1: uh, Wentworth?
3: J JG, JG Wentworth? Is that is that a fucking law firm?
1: That's the um, uh, that's the settlement law firm. That's the that's a a settlement law firm. If, yeah. it's your money, you need it now. Ooh, you now. It now. you, you yeah, want yeah, it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Eight seven seven cash now. Sponsor right. us, JG Wentworth. will uh we'll hawk <laughs> your shit. <laughs> we'll
3: try. This is Lock and Key. You can find me on Twitter at lock underscore key. As they've all mentioned before, please check out our YouTube. Um, Please subscribe inside of whatever platform you choose to listen to this. And on that platform, please leave a review, either positive or negative. We'd love to shout it out. Uh, We'd love to talk about it. Uh, We appreciate you taking the time to write said review. So
0: um, thank you. See you next week. Felix. This is Felix Hergood. I'm at Felix Hergood on Twitter. And uh, you know, hey Neo, maybe I'll like come back to streaming, and when I come back, I'll just do exclusive YouTube streaming for our channel. Whoa, just for our channel, not even for Felix Herkut. Ooh, what do you think about that? I like that's an that's that's an idea for sure. Makes you feel good, doesn't it? Warm and fuzzy in the heart. Oh, uh, when it comes to your <laughs> streams, I'm always warm and fuzzy. Good
2: oh god you're such a person i'm a Yoshi. you can follow me at twitter at neo underscore yoshi twitch.tv slash, uh, slash Neo Ioshi. um streaming uh returnal um got my order for for that gmnk pro guys um mm. waiting for it to come in so i can do a build stream i really better, want to do like better,
3: a build stream you better do a build stream
2: Oh, and I have... Dude, I got my setup all ready for it, too. Like, I'm ready for the got desk shot. You got that, that top-down cam? Fucking love oh, it. Oh, you know I do. You know I do. It's going to be crisp. Bleh, crisp. You know it's going to be. I, I can't it. wait. Trip.
1: I did a, a top down camera shot once for a Lego building stream. Did that once in my life. That was a lot of fun. That's not Go what on. we're doing on the channel right now. No, you, um, you, I'm Trip Zero. You guys can find me on twitch.tv slash Trip Zero TV. Right now, streaming the Resident Evil series with Resident Evil 1. There will probably be breaks from that because the new Destiny season starts next week. So by the time you hear us again, we will be in the season of the Splicer. And uh, there's new shit to do. There's a raid prep for the Vault of Glass, which returns. Uh, Head trip zero. Yeah. Do you want to? What's going on on uh, May 22nd? May 22nd is the world's first race for the re-release of the Vault of Glass. Oh my God. This is... The first raid ever released in Destiny 2014, now being released in Destiny 2. And you know the Emergent Gamer has a team that we're putting together to run in this race. Myself will be in it. Locked will be in it. And uh, you will hear much more about this as the days come. But uh, we have a team locked up. We're going to be prepared and running at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, May 22nd, when this raid drops. So you can follow any of our channels, I'm sure. I'll, well, I'll be live. Lock. Well, you're gonna you're gonna fire up a stream, maybe? M- maybe. Who knows? Maybe. There, maybe we get some little multicam going. Uh Diamond Jeb, mm. friend of the channel, will also be on the team. Uh GZM Crow, big probably the biggest streamer of all time, is gonna be on the team as well. So there's a lot of a lot of hype and excitement around this. Damn, that's a that's um, a squad right there. So that'll be fun. But uh up until that moment, Resident Evil on the stream, twitch.tv trip zero TV. Later,
0: Later. See ya. Thanks for joining. See ya.
2: Yeah. Bye. Should I, should I do myself, last?
0: <laughs> <laughs> should I do myself yeah, yeah, last? Yeah, you should do yourself last. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, dude. <laughs>